Welcome to the Rivals League Fantasy Football Podcast with Antonio Salvat and Adam Burkhart. Welcome again, everybody. We are talking about top five busts so far midseason. And I again am here. I'm privileged <laughs> to be joined by <sighs> the bad beat king himself, Demo. I have returned. <laughs> Welcome back. Yeah, I'm no, glad you're, you're in for more some more suffering, I guess. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Might as well take the suffering live for everyone to hear. <laughs> I mean, I, I was wondering if you're going to live tweet the last, uh, you know, Monday night, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think we ended up just doing it with gifts anyway, right? Yeah, so, yeah, we did. I, I had a bad feeling about it, and it, it turned out to be worse than I than I even imagined. I, I had a bad feeling about it too because I was like, I was just waiting in. Garbage time for that, um, uh, um, just that, was it the Marvin Jones just catch and touchdown or something? Like, yeah. with literally no reason to have it. Right, but yeah, the, exactly. Just Stafford throwing it up for no reason. And then it coming down and catching it. But, uh, yeah, again, to lose lose by one point, like, that is, <laughs> that's still so rough, man. Yeah. That has to go down as the worst beat of the year. Yeah. Probably the worst beat I think we've ever had in the, in the Ditka anyway, right? Yeah, probably. Has anyone lost by point one? If you have, like, I'd be curious to see it because I don't remember any like that bad. I remember it's been under one point, but I don't know about point one. <laughs> yeah, well, either way, we're talking about bus. Um, speaking of, who are you? Who who's someone on your list for your worst bus of the year? Uh, you know, there, there's a lot, a lot of trash out there this year. There's so so is. Yeah, I had a lot easier time coming up with my bottom five compared to my top five. <laughs> I actually uh, thought it was harder because there were so many different people to pick from. <laughs> no, that's true. Um, you know, I think, and I'm I'm sure he's probably on your list too. Um, but you know, I think really just the the guy that I want to start with is, um, you know, someone that you know was highly targeted even in drafts, even though he was kind of bouncing around teams. You know, first he had. Uh, some uh, some feet problems, uh, you know, a little bit of icy hot near the feet, and then, you know, then he <laughs> wasn't too happy with his helmet. Uh, you know, the people stayed with it; they were hopeful. <laughs> I know Adam was very hopeful. Uh, well, that's uh, even even after he's still trying to. Uh, he, every yeah. every single time he wants to try to piss me off, he tries to be like he's going to the Packers, <laughs> and I'm like, dude, yeah. it's like you're, I mean, you're I not think... getting anybody with that. Yeah, if I remember right, I mean, Adam paid $43 for him in our auction league. He sure did, which I thought was yeah, very ballsy. Right. I mean, because even, even if even if he did play, or if at that time he was going to play for the Raiders, um, obviously we're talking about Antonio Brown. Um, you know, the guy <laughs> just, you know, turns out to really just be uh, a Piece waste. of shit? Yeah, I mean, he's a waste of space as a human. Uh, so, he is. Um, yeah, he turned out to just screw over fantasy owners, too. Uh, came back, played one game. Uh, actually, in terms of fantasy stats, did okay. Yeah, he did all right that game. I think everyone was very optimistic after that happened. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, if he <laughs> didn't try to threaten people and he did stay playing with the Patriots, he'd probably be a great fantasy option. He probably would, but I mean, it was a huge risk to take that early, which is one reason why he was. I was staying away from him as much as I could. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Same here, because I mean, just with all the helmet controversy and things like that, that was one thing I... I tried to stay away from. Well, doing doing cryogenically, accidentally burning, <laughs> freezing your feet on a procedure that isn't even proven to do a damn thing, just shows 
there's a lot of brain cells in there, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but like you, like you said, just turned out to be a real uh, piece of shit as a person. And uh, you know, I'm kind of glad karma came around and caught him a little bit. I am too. I. But the thing is, you know, there's that. That's you know the devil on my shoulder, basically being like you know he he's some some other team's gonna pick him up. He he's gonna oh, get yeah. back in there at some point. Yeah, well, so, once once he gets some clarity on his legal issues, some team will take the chance. Oh, I'm sure. I'm just waiting for. I'm, I'm just waiting. What are the teams that like the biggest, like the pieces of shit the most? The Dallas Cowboys. I was gonna say the Cowboys are usually right. <laughs> they're up they're on usually that list. right up on that list. I was gonna say because so, Oakland used to have that. That but he already tried Oakland, so <laughs> yeah, you can't. I mean, unless Oakland take it back, which honestly that seems like <laughs> that seems like something John Gruden would do. Yeah, yeah, I would. <laughs> well, okay, so my list, uh, the first one on my list. Okay, so he hasn't been the absolute worst. You know, he hasn't been that that terrible. But compared to where he was drafted, is Juju. Yeah. Um, he, he he's had some okay games. Like I, I think his fantasy points, you know, th- these are some of the games he had. It's 10 points, 10 points, 18 points, 3, 15, 1.2. I mean, those aren't bad for a wide receiver 3-4. Not for the wide receiver 1 that he was drafted as. So, I mean, if you've had Juju, you've been pretty damn upset about it. I ended up randomly trading for him in the auction, which... You know, I know Patrick was tilted all about that trade because half the players got hurt in that. But I still ended up with Juju, and I, now I don't know what the fuck to do with him. So, yeah. And his outlook doesn't look any better with the way the Steelers are going right now. I mean, their schedule is pretty nice later in the year, so I'm hoping that he gets a little bit more space and they just kind of get him the ball more. But that's just be wishful thinking on my part, I think. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. I have him in, in, in my dynasty league, and it's just it's been sad. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm like now I, I'm like I'm starting players like Auden Tate and De- starting Deontay Johnson over Juju. <laughs> wow. And like I think I did that a couple weeks ago and I, I it didn't disappoint. So, well, that's the rough case of that. What about you? Who's next? Yeah. Um, you know, there, this is another wide receiver. Um, yeah, there was a lot of uh, offseason hype about him. Um, I unfortunately bought into the hype. Uh, you know, Dante Pettis. Um, oh, yeah. Yep. He was. He was supposed to be the heir apparent, the number one, uh, just, you know, high he flying. Was, hey, he is the most talented player on that field. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well. Yeah, it, it's not getting him too far. I mean, I remember I remember um, at the very beginning of the year in the auction, I ended up trading with Neil, and I ended up getting Pettis from Neil. And Adam was so upset. Mm. He was so fucking tilted about it. And then <laughs> I ended up trading Pettis and I think Marvin Jones to Greg. And it's like the, the, how he's been going through the league, at least in the auction. I think he's trade changed teams a couple of times and stuff like that. But even more, even uh, beyond that, and uh, I think everyone's still wishing he's going to turn into something that you know it doesn't seem like he's going to turn into. I mean, I guess there's time, but I, I I haven't seen this talented guy that everyone's been talking about. Right? Yeah, absolutely. I haven't either. And um, you know, it's not even like at first he wasn't on the field. You know, there were some issues with that. They thought he just wasn't getting reps. But then he's on the field and he's just not catching balls. Yeah, he's not doing anything. Right. So I don't get it. But um, the next one on my list it might be a little bit of a cop out, but uh, I had to do it anyway because the team is doing better without him. And that's Cam Newton. <laughs> <laughs> like poor Cam Newton. Like you get in there with Kyle fucking Allen, it goes in there, and they're winning games. Cam Newton goes out there and it looks like, I mean, if I went on a, 
if I went in and tried to play professional football as a quarterback, some of the throws Cam Newton did look like what I would do, like yeah. I, missing people by like 15 yards and stuff like that. I mean, it's it's bad. And yeah, it was when bad. He got out and, there, like, and he didn't even have protection from his offensive line. And, you know, even uh, Kyle Allen's got a little bit better. I mean, at least Kyle Allen might not, you know, be a world breaker, but at least he can get the ball to the receivers when he needs it. <laughs> maybe that is all have to do with his foot. Maybe that's the reason he can't plant it. He can't actually, you know, uh, lean into the throws and whatever. But I don't know if it's just me, but it looked like he was. It was more than just the foot. Like it looked like he's still having issues with his shoulder. He's still having. He's just still having issues. Um, and if all of a sudden when he comes back, if he gets the starting role again. I don't know if I trust a lot of those, you know, DJ Moores and Curtis Samuels uh, yeah. as much, honestly. No, no, I, I hear you for sure. And, you know, I mean, there was a, you know, yeah, he he was barely able to move, really. I mean, for, for a guy that's normally a mobile quarterback, he he, he looked pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, but he wasn't hurt, right? No, 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 he was fine. <laughs> <There> was, <laughs> Absolutely fine. Yeah. No, nothing to see. Yeah, no issues. <laughs> so who's, uh, who's next on your list? Uh, next on my list, uh, I had to go with, Baker Mayfield. Oh, <laughs> oh, we still got some team names based on Baker. I know. I and I think someone changed their name, and I think they should have to go back to it just for the shame of drafting. <laughs> uh, I, I know though, one person that has just kind of kept with it is there you go, Matt. <laughs> Ditka Sacco Matt. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, he's one guy I know he bought into him. I mean, he was, you know, um uh, I mean everyone was talking, you know top 10, maybe even top five type of quarterback. And uh, wow. to say he has not produced is, uh, is an understatement. I, I'm, I'm wondering what the players that people saw last year or the players people saw last year compared to the player we see this year, I'm, I'm like, is that even the same person? Like it, it, he – and I, I feel like that has to come down to the coach. Like people were wondering about Kitchens yeah. and how good he was going to be. And so far I have not been impressed. No, yeah, that's fair. I mean, you've seen it. I mean, if you actually sit down and watch some Browns games, which are hard. I have, to, and uh, they're, they're, they're hard. <laughs> yeah, they are. But, yeah, no, you're right. It's just like the, the plays he's calling, just you're like, why, why why, are you running that play right now? I mean, even you can see just how substantially better OBJ is than everyone else on that field. And if I were Baker Mayfield, I would only ever throw the ball to him over and over and over, like DeAndre Hopkins style, even though he's not getting it as much um, on, you know, like how what Hopkins used to be like, if anything. Um, that's all I would do. I would just throw it to OBJ every single time. And oh, yeah. uh, for whatever reason, there's huge chunks of time where he doesn't even get a target. Like, I don't I don't understand what they're doing over there. Yeah. Well, and it's, what's even worse, you know, he finally broke 20 points last week against Seattle. Oh, did he really? Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy so, shit. The week before that was negative five. So, I mean, <laughs> he made uh, you know, a huge improvement. <laughs> yeah, well, week. I can't think, don't think it can get much worse, right? Yeah, but he's got his bye week, and then uh, next week is New England. So, um, Oh, yes. So much for those stat lines. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be fun. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm hoping the Patriots D feeds that week. Yeah, he might turn out a little bit better towards the end of the season. You know, he plays Miami, Cincinnati twice, Arizona. Um, so the schedule kind of opens Ooh. up a little bit. The thing is, Arizona's secondary is a little bit better than I think people give him credit for. Yeah. Um, but Miami's is absolute trash, and Cincinnati's is absolute trash. So <laughs> if he doesn't end up better, um, yeah, that's real scary for his future. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I got the the best tight end in the league, uh, O.J. Howard. 
<laughs> oh, on my list, God. who right now ranks 32nd in the league <laughs> with a total on the season of 22 fantasy points. He is everything you've wanted to be for the $10 I spent in the auction. Um, I, I was kicking myself that I didn't spend a little bit more to get Evan Ingram from Frank. And I was like, oh, well, I can get I can get Howard for like $10. Man, that was a fucking mistake. He's been so bad, like just dropping balls and just not even getting targeted. And, you know, you were worried about the offense and if he was actually going to get the ball at all anyway because, you know, um, Arians doesn't like the tight end. Supposedly that was the narrative I heard. I guess that narrative was right because I, I don't know how much yeah. I was buying into that. I, I mean, I did I knew Arians didn't have like a, a superstar tight end when he was in Arizona. But I, I didn't think it would be this bad. Yeah. I mean, I, I would have expected Arians to be like, okay, so these are the studs that I have on this team. How do we make an offense to get all of them in? Yeah. I mean, I and I know I, I, I heard this stat. It was either this morning or, or yesterday when I was listening to the, the fantasy footballers, and they're saying that O.J. Howard is actually – he's been on for – in terms of passing plays, he's been on the field more than any other tight end. He ran. He's run like the most routes of yeah, any tight end or something like that. Yeah, which is and just I'm like, unbelievable to hear. Well, I'm like, okay, so he's running a ton, ton of routes, but is he just? I guess he's just a decoy, you know? Yeah, just, just trying to take up some space. <laughs> so okay, so who, who's on yours next? Um, uh, next on my list, uh, I'm gonna hit close to home and go with a Chicago Bear. Okay. Um, not, not the one you're, you're, that you may have on your list at some point, but, uh, (laughs) I'm going with, uh, Tark Cohen. Um, you know, the guy, he was, uh, a a flex running back, a very fight, I mean, if not an RB two last year. Um, and this year he has just done nothing. Well, I mean, I mean, he's still, he's still better than, um, I mean, actually where, where is he actually falling in? And, and stats and stuff like that. Is he even, you know, is he, what, running back three? Or like thir- th- three? Is he running back four? Like, do you have any idea where he's at? I, I think he I might be an RB3. Okay. Uh, because I I know there was a lot of questions as to, especially with the offense, with David Montgomery coming in there and a lot of the weapons that the Bears uh, had, that how much play he was actually going to get. And I just kind of see that everyone for the Bears – has actually been kind of disappointing. Uh, yeah, I couldn't agree more. So, yeah, I mean, uh, because I, I love Tariq Cohen. I thought he, he he was. I ended up getting him at the end of last year in the in the Ditka, and he surprised the hell out of me. I was like, I just needed someone to put in my running back two slot, and he ended up being better than my starter. Like he was fantastic. Yeah, yeah, he was. Uh, yeah, he was always involved in the offense. They were running the ball and passing the ball to him. Um, and I mean, I, I it seems to be obviously you know part of the offense that he's just not getting the opportunities, um, but yeah, yeah. No, I mean, overall, just been a kind of a disappointment from what you were kind of hoped what he had done compared to last year. Well, and that kind of you know transitions perfectly into my big running back bust, which is Dave Montgomery. Uh, David Montgomery has been the thirty fifth. He's the thirty fifth running back on the season. Wow. Yeah, he's been that bad. And I know everyone's expecting him to, you know, let's get the usage up. Let's get him out there. Let's get him using him. I mean, when he's been out there, he's definitely looked like the best running back 
with the exception of Tariq Cohen uh, on the outside uh, on, on the Bears team. But I, I don't understand what Nagy's doing. Like, again, it's another situation where you got Kitchens with OBJ and what they're doing over there. Um, and then you get Arians with OJ Howard, but then it's Nagy with basically the entire offense and David Montgomery who had what he was taken in the third round or something like that in the Ditka, if I'm right. And then he was right. Neil. I know Neil paid top dollar for him. I think he was in the thirties um, for him in the auction. And what, what happened? You yeah. Know? I mean, what, what happened to uh, the David opportunity? Uh, yeah, right. He, <laughs> he, I think he failed on that opportunity right there. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it's, it's, it's not been good. You know, I think it's unfortunately uh, the, the bears offensive line is, is not performing well this year. Uh, and, uh, which is why he, he, whenever Montgomery gets the ball and he ends, ends up being able to cut uh, to the outside, he looks great. But they yeah. keep running him up the middle. It feels like, you know, um, what was it last year? Uh, it was like David Johnson last year where they're like, you know what, let's just <laughs> run him up the middle, even though it right. never works. Yeah. I don't get it. So who uh, who was, was, which one is this for you? Number f- four? Uh yeah number well I wait I or did three I think it was three I did uh, Pettis Cohen and Mayfield yeah so three oh no I'm sorry but I did Antonio Brown you're right so yeah that was four so okay. yeah so what's so we're, we're what's what's your next so my next one um it, it's hard it's kind of a basically I I went with a tie so I actually went with just overall the Denver backfield, the Denver run back. <laughs> a tie. Yeah, because, I mean, between Lindsey uh, and uh, Royce Freeman, it's just you can't uh, you can't get a solid start out of either one. Um, you know, I think coming off of last season, I was tempted even to keep Lindsey after the injury, but, you know, it. and I know, um, you know, Jake ended up with him in the league and he just hasn't performed. You know, and Royce Freeman, you know, sometimes will get a little bit more. And I think it's just the the, the committee between the two. You know, one week, one person will have, uh, you know, 51% of the carries and they'll switch back and forth. And it's just. Well, it's the really thing is they, they know what they have to do. Anytime you face Denver, even even a lackluster Kansas City defense who hasn't been able to stop anyone all year. <laughs> All they'd realize all you have to do is play man to man against Flacco, and then you can just stack the box and then just pound Lindsey and Freeman. Even though I think Freeman didn't have a terrible game this last game. Um, no, actually, I think you're right. I think he did have a. I don't. I think he had an. I think he had an okay game because I think he ended up getting one of the touchdowns. Right, mm-hmm. but I mean that's pretty much it. If if he if these guys don't get a touchdown. <laughs> you're going to be disappointed, especially where they were drafted. I think Freeman was a little bit later, so you might not be as disappointed. But definitely, Lindsey was a what was he third or fourth round pick? Yeah, yeah, he was definitely at least fourth round. No, I think you're right. I think Royce Freeman. You know, you you didn't spend nearly as much on him, so you're not losing as much. But even so, like it, it rotates. Which one? Which one's going to get the touchdown? Is it a, a big blow up game from Lindsey, or is it a big blow up game? Well, blow up quote in quotes uh, from <laughs> Freeman. Um, but <laughs> No matter what, one of them is going to disappoint. So that's why if 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 I had either one of those guys, I would have been desperately trying to package them with someone else just so I don't have to deal with the headache. Not that they can't right. be helpful, but the headache there is just not – oh, man, I, to me, not worth it. Yeah, no, I agree. So the last person on my list is 
the 18th wide receiver on the year, which doesn't sound that bad, right? Low end yeah, wide receiver yeah. too. It's DeAndre Hopkins. <laughs> <laughs> like, as as an owner, I concur with your assessment. <laughs> I mean, it's like he he is so damn good, but it seems like finally this is this is what it looks like when you finally have a Houston team that has all of these players healthy. You know, you have uh, Will Fuller who <laughs> what he had what like fifty points or something like that at fantasy points. He had something like two hundred yards and two touch. Two touchdowns, three touchdowns, something like that. It, it was just crazy uh, what Will Fuller did. And then, you know, you got, uh, I mean, hell, of all the players, Carlos Hyde. Right, yeah. I mean, he's been he's been surprisingly good. And then you got good old reliable DeAndre Hopkins, who has been getting decent amount of targets every single game, but it just not been being able to draw them in. And he's been more almost like a possession wide receiver. And he is not the number one wide receiver that he was drafted as. And I think of all people, you can understand that. Uh, yeah, I, I paid a, a decent premium to, to draft him. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he is, he has not come close to performing. I mean, he had a decent week one, but after that. Um... Okay. So I think this is the question that everyone wants to know is like, do you actually expect him to rebound? I, I honestly don't know. Um, like Ooh, you said, I, I think Houston seems to be kind of settling into a groove where they're okay handing the ball off to Hyde, you know, and and Deshaun Watson is just kind of throwing it around. I I don't know. I think Deshaun Watson with that offensive line just closes his eyes, throws it up, and and ends up being Will Fuller half the time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I mean, because you know, I mean, DeAndre Hopkins is going to be hyper. Uh, targeted in terms of uh, you know from the defense, so I think it's just it's going to open things up for Will Fuller and um, you know like you said I mean he's still getting a lot of targets like even last week he had uh, you know twelve targets um, but he only managed fifty five yards and no touchdowns. Well, how many catches did he have? Uh, nine. Oh, see, shit. We have nine catches, like, and but you only have 55 yards. That's like Cole Beasley numbers. Right, and that's not the type of receiver DeAndre Hopkins normally was. No, no, he's the, he's, his, what, by all accounts, the has the best hands in all of football. Yeah. And so you, you send him down on these out routes or something like that, and he's going to be able to, you know, go up and get, get these balls that no other wide receiver is going to be able to get, and then break a couple of tackles and get down the field. But, yeah, again, it's almost like they've been – keeping him closer to home. And I, I have to blame the offensive line for that. That, that That's the yeah. only explanation I have. Yeah. And I, you know, I know I made a comment before too, about not, not selling off on, on your all-star names, but you know, now that we just cleared week six, you know, it, it's starting to. <laughs> starting to weigh on you a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Yeah. It's starting to weigh a little <laughs> bit more where I'm like, you know, there's only so many weeks to the fantasy season. I can't, I can't wait till the end of the season for him to perform. I won't be around. <laughs> well, but that's the thing. It's like with a lot of these guys, um, and yeah, if you you would listen to the last show, there's a lot. All those players on that list, you you have a winning record. A lot of these players on this list, you definitely, I mean, unless you were able to move them or whatever the case is, you probably don't have a winning record at the moment with those players. Or if anything else, if you're lucky, you're 500. Yeah. Um, I, I terrible host. Um, I completely lost count of how many guys you have total. Was it was did you have you done all five? Uh. Let's see, I did. Yeah, yeah, no, that, that that was my fifth, yeah. Okay, yeah, I mean, we're running a little bit over time anyway from what I usually like to keep it at, but I have one bonus, and this one's for you, Neil. It's Mitch Trubisky. With the, <laughs> amount, with the amount of the the amount of money spent on Mitch Trubisky, 
he can't have been satisfying. Uh, okay, so this is this is something I'm going to give you some stats. Okay, um, let's see if you can guess these stats. Oh no. Okay, six thousand yards. Okay. Thirty-five touch, uh, thirty-four touchdowns, with a career sixty-three point seven completion percentage. Who do you think that is? Uh, I don't know. That doesn't sound that bad, right? No, no. I mean, it doesn't. Sound it's bad. actually Mitch Trubisky. Oh. And yeah, I know. I thought I'd throw it off. I give you Mitch first. Um, but that is the last three years so far. That is his complete. That's the how many yards he has. That's completion percentage, amount of touchdowns. Doesn't sound too bad, right? No. Okay, so the this is other other stats. Seventy five hundred yards, sixty five percent completion percentage, and sixty five touchdowns. What do you think that one is? Oh man, that, that's a lot more. So like a. I don't know. Patrick Mahomes in six less games than Mitch Trubisky. Wow. Yeah. uh, You know, when you you put the numbers together like that, that's uh, that's pretty damning. Yeah. And it's the thing is, is if you really, really look at the the statistic or the numbers for each season, too, it's. (laughs) Wow. Mahomes played one game in 2017 and Trubisky played 12. 2018, Mahomes played 16, and you know uh, Trubisky played 14. Right. So I mean, by all accounts, like there should be, they should be relatively close, especially for where they were drafted. And unfortunately, for Trubisky, the his completion percentage, his touchdowns, everything is actually down in comparison to last year and two years ago. Like he's actually gotten worse over time, if that's possible. And yeah, I feel bad. I feel bad for Bears fans. I mean, I am a Packers fan, so I'm not gloating really. I do feel bad because you guys have never had a quarterback, and the best quarterback you've ever had was 30 years ago, um, yeah. with the exception of uh, Smoking Smokin Jay, which yeah, he, I personally, as a Packers fan, love Smoking Jay. Um, that is my that is my troll. Yeah, but, uh, I, I know. Uh, uh, I, I went to uh, school out, just outside Milwaukee, so a lot of my friends from college still. Still relishing the fact of smoking Jay Cutler. Oh man, and it was it will, so good. It'll it'll live on forever. I really don't <laughs> think it'll be forgotten. Um, but no, I'm like with with being in the same draft class, one being higher than the other. It's like I, yikes. That's all. That's all I got to say. That's how. That's how I'm going to end it. Is there anything you'd like to say with your parting words? Uh, no, I just I just hope that um, we we uh, we admit our mistakes quickly and try another quarterback soon. <laughs> I hey, if only I would actually respect that, but uh, I I yeah. don't honestly think that's going to be happening because I think Trubisky is supposed to be playing this week. Yeah, I we'll we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks again for being on the show. I know I I I know I think you're going to be joining us in a couple of weeks again with Matt. I think you and Matt will be on. Um, oh, I'm not sure if Adam will be joining us yet, um, but you know it'll, that'll be fun. It'll be fun to have all of us on there, and uh, yeah. Good luck in all your games this week, uh, unless you're playing me. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, yep. whoever can beat Adam, congratulations. Yeah, say, yeah, yeah, go out and beat Adam. Go out and beat Adam because watching him tilt when he loses uh, with his monster teams, quote-unquote, um, is just fun. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everyone. Bye.